I'm Kate Daniels. It's the holiday season, and while we're preparing for Thanksgiving, let's also prepare for an annual fun, festive, and highly important event, the Arthritis Foundation's Jingle Bell Run. It's coming up in just a few weeks' time, so we have time to prepare to participate and support all that this event stands for. This morning, we're going to first meet Dr. Jane Buckner, the 2016 Medical Honoree, and learn a bit more about the science and research around arthritis and autoimmune diseases. Dr. Jane Buckner, good morning, and many thanks for joining us this morning. It's a pleasure to be here and talking with you about the Jingle Bell Run. Well, it is an exceptional event that happens annually, and part of it is that there's just such a great turnout, and it's so festive, all around this issue of arthritis, which really has had such a deep impact on so many lives. So I want to, of course, first congratulate you on being the medical honoree for this 2016 Jingle Bell Run. Thanks so much. It really is an honor, and working with the Arthritis Foundation has always been part of the work I've done as both a rheumatologist and as a researcher studying uh, arthritis. And this has been really, I would say, your career, your life's work. You've been in it for 20-plus years, I understand. Yeah, so I've been um, a practicing rheumatologist for 20 years, and And I've always partnered that work with uh, basic research, trying to understand the causes of diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus um, with the goal of, um, through understanding them better, then being able to develop better treatments. And of course, the long-term goal is to cure these diseases. Absolutely, because they have such a deep impact on individuals' lives and extended then into the family, correct? Absolutely. You know, these are diseases that I think um, people really don't understand the depth to which they impact individuals and their families. Um, Autoimmune diseases in general, which include forms of arthritis, um, affect one in 15 Americans, and and actually a large number of those are women. They can affect children. We'll hear about that, I think, as well today. Um, But they're not only... um, serious diseases, but they're chronic diseases. And if untreated, they can lead to significant disability and they do shorten life. So um, they affect many people. And of course, if you're a family member, a loved one, you also have to help people deal with these diseases. And that is the beauty also of the Arthritis Foundation. So hand in hand, you're doing great work together to do the research, to work with the foundation, to reach out to families. So there is a lot of important uh, support going on. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's what I like about the Arthritis Foundation's approach. They certainly recognize the need to work with patients, work with their families, help them you know, get what they need to get along uh, today with their disease. But they also have the foresight to support research. And as a um, beginning scientist, very early in my career, some of my first uh, support for my research was through the Arthritis Foundation. And by nurturing my interest in, in, in doing that research, they've actually helped me build a career in which I've been able to um, push forward some of the the boundaries of our understanding of arthritis. 
that in itself just sounds so wonderful, so incredible to see how that cooperative aspect really helps to build this stronger network that everyone is going to win in the end. Absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, the, the thing we think about at, at BRI, where we are um, trying to understand human autoimmune diseases uh, better through a kind of collaborative and integrated working group is starting with the patient, where really the questions all start, and then bringing that back in to our laboratories so that we can take all the best tools we have scientifically and apply them to those important questions. And when we partner with the patients, with physicians, in groups like the Arthritis Foundation, that helps us have a much larger impact and move more quickly to finding these important treatments and cures. And certainly, you know, we have made incredible progress in the last 20 years since I started seeing patients with arthritis. Um, people do so much better. They are able to have active working lives. They have less disability. So scientific research has brought us a long way. I, we still have room to move, and, and that's where the Arthritis Foundation and Benaroy Research Institute together are working to do that. So one of the things about working together for that, of course, what it takes are funds. And that's where the Jingle Bell Run comes in, is that it's such an important fundraiser, along with being great fun. But it does bring in those important funds for the research. Right, absolutely. And, you know, um, medical research um, is a costly endeavor. Um, We think it's worth the investment. Uh, And the funds that are raised through the Jingle Ball Run do support research in arthritis very much directly. And as I said, I've seen the impact personally on it allowing me to start as a very junior investigator supporting my work. It certainly supports quite a few of our investigators at BRI and then elsewhere across the country. Um, Without that seed money, we get quite a bit of our funding through the National Institute of Health and and other um, uh, uh, sources, but foundations like the Arthritis Foundation allow us to start the research early, to explore kind of new innovative ideas, and determine if it's worth going for those bigger grants from the National Institute of Health. So they help promote junior investigators so that they have a long-term career in in studying arthritis, and then they help promote those really new ideas, um, the things that are going to push the field forward. Uh, So it's very important for us to uh, support Arthritis Foundation so that they can then help researchers uh, uh, help patients, essentially. Excellent work. And so looking back over the years as this important research has gone on and lives are being improved, are you finding, though, Dr. Buckner, that there is an increase in the numbers of people affected by the disease? Or what has been your experience? Right. So when we think about arthritis, we could actually, I I think about those diseases as autoimmune diseases. So diseases where the immune system is actually attacking healthy tissue. For arthritis, it's attacking the tissues of the joints. Uh, Sometimes those are the small joints in your hand. Sometimes it's the back. Um, In a disease like lupus, you get arthritis, but there's also attack of other tissues. And these diseases extend to multiple sclerosis and to uh, type 1 diabetes, so even beyond arthritis. What we know about those diseases is they actually do seem to be increasing 
um, in frequency uh, as a general type of disease in our society. And we suspect that maybe partly because we don't use our immune systems the same way we did when we lived in caves, for example. And so what has genetically been helpful for us to fight infections and to do well um, in a more primitive uh, world actually may be part of what's driving autoimmunity. So we actually have to understand how our immune systems work, how they remain balanced, um, so that we can fight and prevent development of autoimmune diseases. It's kind of as though we're hardwired uh, once we live in a clean environment to potentially have these diseases. Um, so it's becoming more and more important, just as we see allergies being more frequent as well. Understanding why the immune system is making mistakes is becoming central to our helping people with these types of diseases. And so, again, that is the work that you are involved in, all the research that's involved. And we can help to support that by just being present and supporting the Jingle Bell Run, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I think there's there's several things about that. There's um, It's fun. I, I know that. Uh, and it's also showing support for the community of people who suffer from arthritis. They're involved, and I think seeing people out there supporting them is a huge boost to them emotionally. I know my scientists will be participating, and it's a huge boost to them to see how important uh, trying to find uh, cures for arthritis are to everybody in the community. So it's, it's motivating as well for the patients, for the scientists, and uh, of course, we'd love to raise a lot of money so that the Arthritis Foundation can continue to do its great work. Absolutely. So that's the invitation to be together on December 11th and be a great team and be out there to support each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, Dr. Buckner, it's been wonderful to have your perspective, your important work shine onto what we are talking about this morning. Thank you so much for your work and your time this morning. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Now, it's also exciting to meet the youth honoree, Izzy, and the adult honoree, Alex, along with Tracy Hill from the Arthritis Foundation all filled with great enthusiasm to extend their invitations to us to be part of this fun and important event. So as we've just heard from Dr. Buckner, we know the medical side of it. Now let's get the details and the stories about the people involved in this wonderful event coming up. So Tracy Hill, it's great to have you here to give us this important information. Great. Thank you. Yes, we're excited to have Dr. Buckner and Benaroya Research Institute joining us as a sponsor and as our medical honoree this year to really put a voice to the patients and the research that we are funding with the Jingle Bell Run. So the money that's raised at the Jingle Bell Run goes to fund important research and programs for patients with arthritis. And the event is on December 11th this year. It's downtown Seattle at Westlake Park. It starts at 7 a.m. with the festivities and 8 a.m. is our first race. And we have to have some exciting new additions this year. We're going to have snow at the start and finish line. So guaranteed snow in Seattle. And it's not the scary kind of snow. It won't accumulate. So we're good there. We'll have reindeer at the event this year as well. And every participant will get a commemorative snowflake medal as they finish the race this year. So we're excited about the event. And I think I saw something about our little dog friends too. Yes, this is the first year dogs are welcome, and we're having a doggy costume contest as well as a human costume contest. So bring your furry friends. 
So already it's starting up to be very fun and festive. Now I'm going to get into a little bit of the seriousness with the stories in the sense that Dr. Buckner had mentioned that arthritis seems to affect women more so, and it affects children, youth. So who do we have in the studio but the youth honoree, who is Izzy, and our adult honoree, Alex. So we have these two women. It really demonstrates that that's where the disease is really striking. So maybe we'll start with the youth honoree, with Izzy, and get some of your story, Izzy. You're a senior in high school now. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I was diagnosed at the age of 11. Um, It was the summer before I went into my sixth grade year. I was at a friend's birthday party, and we were on the beach, and all of a sudden I just broke out into hives, like, and it was really bad. And my friend's mom was a nurse, and she's like, I, she's like, well, are you having an allergic reaction? Are you allergic to something? I said, no, I don't think so. And so my mom picked me up, and we rushed immediately to Children's, and they were like, okay, well, she has a form of arthritis that she'll grow in the next six to eight weeks. And so we were like, oh, okay, that's nice. Like, it's not that bad. And it was a really common form, and then it didn't get better. It just kept getting worse, and nothing was working. And so finally, we saw rheumatology, and we actually saw Dr. Emery, who a lot of people do know. Um, she's been the medical honorary before, too, I believe. And she diagnosed me my October of 2011, I want to say. And she diagnosed me with uh, juvenile idiopathic polyarticular arthritis. So that means I have arthritis in pretty much every joint in my body. And so it is pretty well controlled now. Um, I haven't had any recent flares, which is really nice. Um, I've been almost fire-free for a year. So... Yeah, it's been <laughs> struggle. And fire means what? Oh, flare. So um, that means like it's active and it's like kind of attacking. I like my the arthritis is active in my joints, and so and so that means like they need to like do. Normally, when I have a flare, it means they need to like adjust medication. Normally, um, or po- I've had like joint injections in the past due to flare if it's just centrally in one joint. Um, so we've gone back and forth on multiple different treatments. That's all sounding right along the lines of what Dr. (laughs) Buckner was mentioning in terms Mm -hmm. of how the disease attacks the body, the autoimmune system, and goodness, to attack all the joints is mind-boggling to me. Alex, for you, you obviously were also struck with the disease or it manifested itself in your youth. Yeah, so I was only diagnosed uh, just a little over two years ago in July of 2014, And it was incredibly surprising to me. I was very active throughout my youth. I was a competitive dancer. I was a professional dancer at the age of 13. And so I always thought, well, there was no way I would be able to get arthritis. I was very active. And I suddenly started getting a lot of back aches and my joints started hurting and I knew something was wrong. It didn't feel right. And so I went to go see my doctor and got testing done and then more testing and more images. And that's when I was diagnosed. Um, It was a pretty scary time for me um, to be diagnosed with such a big disease. It was I had no idea what it was and what it was doing to my body. And now kind of reflecting back over these past two years I've had a lot of struggles I at one point my left leg was completely paralyzed 
I had um, an injection done in my leg and I couldn't move it afterwards. So it took me a couple months to do a ton of rehab and it was a struggle to even wiggle my toes. I was in a walker and at 21 years old, you don't really think you're going to be in a walker or on crutches. And so that was, I guess you could say in reality, a depressing time. And now I can walk again, which is such a great feeling inside. And I have most of my function back in my leg. There's still struggles to do daily activities. And I think that's a lot of what people with any type of arthritis struggle with in their day-to-day life is how do I get up the stairs? How do I get ready today? And you just have to feel very grateful for the things that you can do. Absolutely. And what that suggests to me, too, is we have perhaps this preconceived idea that arthritis is an old people's disease. Exactly. It's somebody who's like in their 80s or beyond, somewhere around there, not a young 20s, not a teenager. (laughs) And, And both of you so active. You were saying with your dance, Alex, and you're very active with sports too, Izzy, yeah, right? Yeah, I do soccer every fall, and then I've also done, I, I do golf, um, I do marching band and wind ensemble and pep band, and I mean, I'm very involved in my extracurricular activities at school, and I mean, I'm also very involved in the Arthritis Foundation itself, so I mean, I'm just very go, go, go. I work part-time, It's <laughs> so I really don't stop. <laughs> it sounds like that activity, even though there must be pain going on in your body for mm-hmm. each of you, the drive to keep going, even though when things are tough like that, is important in order to kind of, what, push the disease to the side in a way? What do you say, Alex? It's all about having a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. It's about making a choice every morning when you get up to say, I can do this, and just to push through it. You really have to kind of dig down deep inside and be strong and be independent and take care of yourself. That's the first thing is you always have to think about yourself and what your body needs. And that's all about choices. And so with what you told us about really having the paralysis in your leg for a part of a year Mm -hmm. and the fact that This is a big congratulations because just this past weekend, (laughs) Miss Alex is now Miss Washington. Yes. Going into a competition. Yes. So I will be competing for Miss USA uh, probably coming this summer. They haven't announced (laughs) anything. And um, I won last night, so it's all kind of new. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what is so incredible. It demonstrates that the disease is not something that's going to keep you down that positive attitude, as you were saying, Mm -hmm. being active, and obviously to be in a competition like this too, is so critical, I think, to getting the message out. Did you talk about the arthritis at all? Absolutely. It was one of the main reasons I decided to compete. I felt like not a lot of people know about chronic illnesses and invisible illnesses, and mainly arthritis. You would never think looking at me on stage last night when I was competing that a year ago I wasn't walking and to be able to stand up there in a pair of high heels and compete in a swimsuit and an evening gown and be confident it 
it takes a lot. And I want to inspire people to never give give up on your dream because at one point I honestly thought my life could be over at 21 years old. You're not walking. It's it's scary. And I really want to be that voice in my community to get out there and tell kids like Izzy that you can do it and do not set any limits on anything in your life. I'm inspired. I may have a little joint pain, but I don't have arthritis. (laughs) Or if I do, you know, it's nothing compared to what I hear in your stories but Izzy, with being the young lady that you are and having to deal with the arthritis now, how does Alex's story affect you? Um, well, I mean, I've always known not to set limits for myself, but like, I mean, like she said, there are days where like it is hard for me to get out of bed and it's hard for me to like decide like, do I really want to do this today? Do I want to get up? <laughs> um, so like, just like hearing that from someone who's like older and like has dealt with it at an older age, because obviously, I mean, I've only dealt with it as a kid. And I mean, my parents had kind of dealt with a lot of things. And so to hear it from someone who's had to go through it almost all herself, it's really inspiring for me. So, yeah. And that's why these stories are so important to share. And I'm sure that you were selected as honorees. Is that right, Tracy? For this reason is because you have important stories for us to share. And so it's the stories that are the invitation, I feel. That And we had talked with uh, Dr. Buckner earlier about how the funding, the funds that are raised through this great event that's coming up on December 11th are really important funds. Mm-hmm. So you've both been involved in the Jingle Bell Run in prior years, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, Alex, uh, you have a team going now. And- I do. Yes. <laughs> what, what is your team? Um, I don't have a team name yet. Okay. Um, we were thinking about pinecone princesses, but <laughs> now that I have my new title, um, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> we might need a, a new name. Um, but I'm really excited. My whole entire family has planned out our costumes. And now that we can bring our dogs, I got my dog stroller. We got the costumes down. So it's all planned. I'm really excited. I think we're getting the idea of the fun of all this planning. It's a big, big deal. And Izzy, you've been involved with a team uh, for at least, what, a couple of years, I think. Yeah. um, So the first button after I was diagnosed, we weren't able to do it just because we had other commitments already. And we weren't expecting me to be diagnosed, of course. But we did have family friends who ran it in honor of me and and then the year after we began our first team which was called Izzy's Crew and I mean because I was 12 at the time I mean what better name is a 12 year old going to come up with obviously <laughs> so and I mean it just kind of stuck because I mean it was just cute and fun and so um and my best friends had joined me after that and my family has always done it and then about I would say I think it was a year ago maybe two years um my youngest sister was diagnosed with a different form of arthritis called sclerodoma And so obviously that was like, okay, well, now we have to change the team name because now it's not just Izzy who's affected, it's also Tessa. And so we were thinking, and it was a lot of back and forth with my mom and I. My mom and I would just go, like, throw and bounce ideas off each other one day. And finally we were like, what about T-Bell and crew? And so it's T-Bell and then crew. And so finally we're like, oh, that's a great idea. And so um, now we have so many of our family friends involved. our church, we do fundraisers at our church to raise money for both my team and my sister's team because we just kind of get our fundraising together. Um, and we've done dinner night outs and at like Menchie's, which is local to us. And then 
My youngest sister has been the um, youth honoree for the Santa Breakfast. She was actually the first youth honoree that the Arthritis Foundation has had, and that was last year. And so we're very active. <laughs> um, the Jingle Ball Run has always been something that we've enjoyed the most, I think, though. I know my friends and my um, sister's friends enjoy coming because they get to wear the bells and all the younger kids, and so they just enjoy that. My little brother runs along and he'll pick up all the bells that fall off of people's shoes and then he counts them at the end and it's <laughs> it's, it's fun something for everyone yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah and that's the thing we want to say come on out right so mm-hmm. w- whether people have a team or not they can create a team or just be there right yep yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and with the fundraising aspect i think that there's a bit of a competition to that isn't there tracy Yes, we have a large goal. Our goal is $500,000 this year to go towards the cause. So we encourage all types of teams, families, kids, corporate teams, businesses, hospitals, anyone, uh, individuals, competitive runners, walkers, everyone who wants to have some fun and wants to cure arthritis can come out and support us. And And it is a fundraiser and teams get very competitive about how many people are on their team and how much money they raise. And there's lots of fun ways to do that. So we're excited to spread the word about what we're doing and share these amazing stories and help inspire people to fundraise for the cure. And so in terms of the event, December the 11th, Sunday morning, December 11th at Westlake Mall, should people though register ahead of time? Is that advisable? Yes, definitely register ahead of time. We're expecting 9,000 participants this year. So the earlier you register, the better. So we can make sure we have plenty of t-shirts and plenty of food and drink and water and everything for everyone there. And you can visit our website to register. It's jbr.org forward slash Seattle. So that's Jingle Bell Run, JBR for Jingle Bell Run. Yeah, so December 11th, we'd love to have everyone there. Which is perfect. I don't think we could we could we could scream actually, but we we don't want to do that and, and ruin anyone's eardrums. So the thing is, I hope with these stories, with Izzy's story, with Alex's story, with what Tracy is telling us, we heard from Dr. Buckner the importance of the work that's being done because of how this autoimmune disease, arthritis, affects people. A lot of women, it's more heavily weighted with women, but youth. Yes, we find that, you know, you're really growing through this, but the pain's not fun. No. And uh, needing, do you take many medications, Alex? Yeah, I do. It's been kind of up and down, and I think anyone with a chronic illness can tell you that it's kind of scary to think about you having to take medication for the rest of your life. Because there is no cure, and this is why the Jingle Bell Run is very important because we need to find a cure for people like Izzy and I so we can hopefully live a pain-free life. Exactly, Mm -hmm. because you also are taking a fair number of medications. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I've also done joint injections um, in clinic, which are not enjoyable whatsoever. (laughs) No. (laughs) But, I mean, so I've done those. I've done home injections. Um things such as Embril, um, and it's just, it's not fun at all, but I mean, it's just getting through the day mainly, and I know in the end it's going to help, so. Yes, and Dr. Buckner was saying that the research continues to grow, and there's more and more happening, and the collaboration between the Arthritis Foundation 
and all of the people that are participating in the studies, there's so much that's information that's coming forth and changes being made. So you are the voice of what is going on. And yes, at your young age to look toward having a cure. Mm -hmm. That's where we come in to help raise the funds so that we make sure that those important funds are there to get the cure, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you are all such wonderful women, truly inspiring. I just appreciate that you are doing the work that you are, being so strong, positive, and that you've come to tell us your stories this morning. Thank you. You're welcome.